Welcome everybody to episode 24 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. You should follow us uh, at Two on Three Pod on Twitter, or send us email if you know the email address. <laughs> you got to be hardcore. You got to go all the way back to the beginning episodes, <laughs> right? Send some emails. I'm Chris. You can find me at CD Villasenor on Twitter, and with me, as always, is Ty. And you can find me on Twitter at S-E-A-T-J-K, although, like I said before, I'm pretty sure the audience for my tweet, Twitter feed and this podcast is fairly insular, because uh, it's not like I'm like getting a flood of uh, new followers since we started the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, yes, yeah, I think we have a, we have a, we have a loyal, we have a loyal and, uh, you know, relatively uh, small audience, but hey, they're consistent, which is, yeah. which is what I like. Absolutely. Anyway, what are we talking about today? We're talking about sponsorships. We're talking about maybe a, perhaps an adult approach to wearing team wear at sporting <laughs> events. And we're going to visit one of my favorite mountains, Mount Catemore, which uh, we talked about in an episode before. thought we'd follow up with that. And we'll wrap it up with uh, a little OT, uh, per, as always, per use. Absolutely. Anyway. anyway. So anyway, so let's get it started. So we're talking about sponsorships. Now, this, this was, a, it was, it was a funny thing that uh, Ty, apparently Ty and his wife were talking about. What, what fill us in on the fill us in on the on how to, how this conversation started sure so my wife was asked recently if she'd be interested in sponsoring a potentially a pga player and so she had a couple of options um a couple of good ones and a couple of not so good ones so let's just say that uh, i went for bang for the buck tony finau as a good option of the list that she was given um because uh, you know, one, I for a number of reasons. One, I don't see Finau wear anything but swooshes on the court or the court, the course ever. Um, so having an additional corporate logo would be, uh, you know, a, a break for him. Um, and then a couple and Nike, of other guys. Were, and apparently Nike's cool with that now. They're, they they'll let you they'll let you stray off the brand. Well, I think that's a whole thing where they're not making equipment anymore, right? So they're not trying to hold it down quite as tightly. Yeah, but they'll let you wear an off hat. They'll let you wear some other things. So they're they've loosened up quite a bit. Yeah, so he must have been opened up to the, the possibility. Anyway, uh, that was my selection based on uh, the idea of bang for the buck. Basically, who would you, you know, like a positive image? Basically, what can you get, right, when you're doing some sort of a sponsorship? Um, sure. And that's kind of where we landed. Yeah, but what's funny is I thought to myself, now, if we were, well, I don't even think about the two-on-three podcast, but let's say you were trying to brand somebody for the at, to wear the at, S-E-A-T-J-K, on their, on their, you know, on their, stuff and i was gonna try to you know get a you know my twitter logo on somebody to you know as a sponsor <laughs> who who would i sponsor now, this is a very difficult thing because you know you got to have somebody who gels with your own brand for sure you know i need someone who's marginally talented marginally successful and doesn't work particularly hard that's that's <laughs> that's, that's brand CD Villasenor right there. So I'm thinking maybe like maybe kind of a John Cruck type, you know, kind of kind of an every <laughs> kind of an every man. So obviously John Cruck's not in the biz anymore, um, but you know, but you know, as a player, that kind of that kind of player speaks to me. You know sure. what I'm saying? So yeah, no, I'm, I'm with trying you on to, this. I'm trying to feel like maybe a hockey player. Uh, hockey players are too, they work they generally work too hard. I need a. I probably need a baseball player. I probably need a golfer. I, you know, I'm trying to figure out, you know, you know who. It's got to be. It's going to have to be a baseball player because I need somebody who doesn't work particularly hard. 
So I, I wasn't trying to limit it. Um, I was just trying to come up with different guys in that same vein, um, you know, kind of underrated, really thinking about bang for your buck. And if we're looking for, I guess, specific to my personal brand, I definitely lean toward the uh, the undersized guys with a lot of heart. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas? You're going to get Isaiah Pre, pre-hip surgery? I would have liked to Thomas. get Isaiah. Yeah, Isaiah, before he before he left Phoenix, would have been a perfect time to get on the board with that. But uh, 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 it's tough. Maybe Nate, Nate Robinson, if he's still around. That's, that's definitely <laughs> up my alley. Especially if I'm using the at S-E-A-T-J-K branding, because then you got to have some connection to the city of Seattle. Right, right. That's that's important for you. I'm I'm just looking for, you know, I'm looking. You know who I you know who I like currently. Not not like four years ago, Jason Day when he was all like fit and ripped, but now like relatively chubby Jason Day. Is, you think he's chubby? He's he's be he's a little beefy these days. Yeah, he's probably he, taking it easy on that back. Right. He went from the medium shirt to one a little more. Fuller. He's he's wearing a fuller <laughs> shirt these days, which is probably he probably put on that medium shirt about six months ago and went, oh no, no, I can't, I can't do this. Ever since <laughs> I had to give up doing crunches, and uh, you know that's that's pretty much where it, that's pretty much where it starts. Nobody wants to wear a skin tight shirt if you're not feeling a hundred on your fitness, <laughs> right? If you if you don't have at least a discernible, I mean, you don't have to have a six pack, but you got to have at least that middle line. Yeah. Right. If you yeah. don't have at least the middle line, you you can't you can't. Well, and then the tighter the shirt is, too, like if you've got any sort of, you know, protrusion toward the waistline, it's going to be accentuated. <laughs> you can ask Graham McDowell about how that looks on the course. <laughs> right. <laughs> Again, a, a gentleman who's gone to a fuller shirt. Actually, Graham McDowell's not a bad choice for me. You like but, that? Yeah. You know, just again, just a guy who seems to enjoy himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not taking himself too seriously. I mean, that's yeah. his, this is this might be where the Jason Day brand, yeah, he he smiles a little bit here and there. But if I'm but if I'm having someone do commercials for me, like, you know, this is the this is the this is the at CD Villa Senor commercial, the guy I'm going with, Owen Wilson. Is is there anybody who's marginally talented, mostly successful, and probably doesn't work very hard than Owen Wilson? I didn't know you could choose actors. Why rather. not? Well, he's going to do my commercial. He's going to do at least my voiceovers. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I got to get a got to get an Owen Wilson wow in there. Right? Well, I did not bring I did not bring actors into my consideration. Right? You didn't you did this this well this is an important part of a full a full sort of branding action. You know, it's like I need I need someone who I need the image of someone and then I need the voiceover. You know like how Ham does all the Mercedes-Benz Sure. Voiceovers. I need Owen Wilson to do all my all my commercial voiceovers because he's Ham does every voiceover in the world. By the way, <laughs> he's got a great voice. You know, he, he does. Yeah. So I'm thinking. So that's my. I, but I I think maybe you need to help me with my maybe more of a again a more of an everyman like you know John Daly obviously too far out of it, but I just need somebody like who's a little more everyman. You know, again, doesn't. I landed work on too a golfer. Hard. I landed on a golfer for my personal brand. Yeah, Louis Oosthuizen. <laughs> Louis Oosthuizen. Yeah, he drives a tractor. What? You guys Let's... have the same beard when you guys <laughs> when when he grows one. You have the same terrible beard. He's smallish. He is. Uh, <laughs> thank you for calling me a beard terrible. That's super nice. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, he's a little awkward. He. Uh, He's good-natured in the face of heartbreaking defeat. And you know sure. what? Let's get that ugly-ass UPS logo off his shirt, Louie, and uh, 
step up to the SEATJK brand. I think, I think, and, you know, he's, uh, he's won enough. He's got a major. Yeah, he's a little he's, on the old side. He's successful enough, right? I mm-hmm. mean, that's a, you, you got to get, if you're going to sponsor, here's the thing about, if you're going to sponsor a, a golfer, specifically a golfer, you got to get a major winner. I don't think you can go with less than a major winner. So that's that's that might be something that you know you pass along. Unless you're looking for like a breakthrough option. Unless you're looking for someone who's definitely gonna break through at some point. But that's a that's a tough call. I mean, it's it's never such a it's never such an easy thing. That's the thing. That's also the thing about you know sponsoring any sport, right? You got to get you got to get a champion in there. This is why I can't get like tennis players in there because tennis players all seem to work. Any tennis player worth their salt probably works too hard for me to to get them on my brand well there's only like five good tennis players and they've been the same guys for 15 years now so <laughs> right. it's a little tough it's a tough spot that, for tennis yeah any uh any of the major four come to your mind um you know i don't know I, hockey goalies we never see their faces so no one knows what the hell they look like yeah right yeah my um, hockey choice is actually anton strawman who plays who? Def- Anton Strawman? Yeah, exactly. Plays defense <laughs> for the Lightning. Unfortunately, was a longtime Ranger. Um, now that the Lightning are doing Rangers South, uh, also you know sub six feet, but tough. Um, always involved. So just a hard worker on the ice. Got it. Got it. High motor. No. <laughs> no one knows him. You could get him for like twenty bucks. Yeah. Like you you could get him for some like takeout food. He's also and... got like the blonde balding comb over, which is the worst look in sports. So <laughs> I, I'd like to get control of his his. Uh, his image. Well, first of first of all, if I go hockey player, I got to get some guy with flow. You got to have a guy who's got a little mullet going, um, which is probably why I'd take uh, Carlson from Vegas. I take okay. uh, he's got a little flow. Vegas is well. Vegas was hot until they got until they started getting spanked. Until they started not being able to stop a power play to save their lives. But um, you know, they, they've got. I gotta gotta I gotta get a guy with a mullet. If I'm getting a hockey player, and you know, I need to get a. Do we have any baseball good baseball mullets? Maybe there's one of plenty those... in pitch. Yeah, Mike, you got Mike Clevenger on the mound. Uh, I think yeah, Jacob like... Degrom cut his hair. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, Syndergaard. 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 Those pitchers. Pitchers are mostly talented and don't. You know, they don't have a reputation for working hard. Yeah. I mean, even though they obviously do, because you can't do that job without working hard. But at least they have at least a reputation for not working hard, being mostly talented and. And uh, and somewhat slackish. Maybe maybe Syndergaard's my guy. That's that's a, a good choice for sure. I mean, yeah. he is a beast. And he, you know, hey, you know, he get the flow. Yeah. So you could going back to golf. You could have gone with a young Charlie Hoffman then. Back when he had like <laughs> the, the Vince Neal sticking out of the back of his hat. I, I love the fact that he'd take off his hat. and You'd go, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, the, the skull. Yeah, yeah, it's like, dude, that's that's no good. <laughs> <laughs> that is, you gotta. You, it was smart to get rid of that. That was uh, that was that's important. But uh, you know, I mean, are there are there any endorsements that currently are out there that that we need to get our branding on? That who's got terrible? Who's got a terrible endorsement? Well, that's why I picked Usain because that UPS logo is just hideous on his golf shirt. <laughs> yeah, a, a young Charlie Hoffman, I could have got a, a mulleted Charlie Hoffman because like his. Uh, his um his sponsors like waste management like the trash people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you, you could do you could do better than the trash guys, can't you? Yeah, it's I not great. Know. It's not great. I I don't know who else. I mean, um, anybody who's got an Under Armour contract for the most part. <laughs> yeah, you're like, can I get Steph because your shoes are booty? 
they, they're so bad. But uh, hey, you know, UA's got that rock stuff. Have you seen the Have you seen the sales on those rock things? Uh, no. So the Dwayne Johnson line of UA is selling oh, out. Oh yes, like, no, I've seen the the rock shoes. Yes, they're excellent. They're ex. All of his stuff looks great. Although yeah. I would, I wouldn't, I just couldn't wear the Under Armour stuff. But huh, I, I have some Under Armour. His uh, I have no problems. I I rock the Brahma Bull. You should get I'd this have, sleeveless to, one. No, there's some good I'd stuff have, here. <laughs> I'd have to get on the roids. <laughs> but uh, I, can't, I can't walk around wearing a sleeveless shirt in the shape I'm in. That's just sad. Well, there's a regular t-shirt here, too. <laughs> anywho. Anywho, speaking of wearing stuff, the as we are... As we're here in the in the uh, basketball finals, Stanley Cup finals, a lot of baseball on TV. There's a lot of dudes coming from work. <laughs> who are yeah, I don't up. even. That's the thing is, I don't even think it is dudes coming from work. I think these <laughs> these are the guys that just you know. There's some point, I guess, where you make so much money, you feel like you have to wear a, a collared shirt, like a button-down shirt, all the time. I mean, look at Steve Ballmer. It's like, why are you? Why is that what you're wearing to the game? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a billionaire, man. Okay, well then, like, get a... Okay, well, we're getting into it, so I'll let you finish your introduction. I'm just, okay, so, there are a lot of people, and it's mostly dudes, and it's mostly older dudes, who show up to the ball game, of, or the hockey game, or whatever, sporting event, and I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt by saying they're coming from work, and they're pulling on a jersey. So, here we are, with some dude. The, the most egregious one is the basketball game. Where right, some so, guy yeah, rule number one, <laughs> no 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 basketball jersey without an undershirt. First of all, no basketball jersey without an undershirt. But is that better than basketball jersey over your ox your long sleeve Oxford with the f- sleeves rolled up? Okay, so the rule there is if you're <laughs> going to wear a jersey, then you need to wear an undershirt underneath it that you can just wear. Take off your button down shirt. Yes, don't wear the the basketball jersey over the collared <laughs> shirt. But nothing, in my opinion, is worse than the T-shirt, like the the marketing shirt, especially in the playoffs, right? They often do like the everybody wear the same shirt thing. Uh-huh. Um, nothing is worse than the the T-shirt pulled over the collared shirt. There's not a worse look in the world than that. <laughs> With the collar all poking out the top, like yeah. it's a like it's again a sweater, going back to Steve like Ballmer, yeah, like it's a sweater of some sort. Like we're wearing right. this 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 sweater over my, but instead of a sweater, it's just a T-shirt. For that right, for that matter, I don't think you should wear a crew neck sweater with a collared shirt if you're going to wear a sweater over your collared shirt. Well, you should because it looks like that, you're being strangled way, by the sweater. No, that way, the, that way the collar pokes up out, and then you can have the collar poke no, up. You wear a V neck the... sweater if you're going to wear it over a, a collared shirt. <laughs> Look, man, this is just how things are done. No, I don't want to. No. I will. I will hear no argument to the contrary. Okay, so here's I, here, you're going to laugh because the uh, so here's what happened to me uh, a little while ago is that I had to support an event for a school mm-hmm. and as the event support people we had these t-shirts that were given to us that we had to wear yeah which i pulled over the polo shirt that i had so i <laughs> had the t-shirt with the polo shirt collar sticking out of the t-shirt luckily for me the saving grace here is the t-shirt sleeves were longer than the polo sleeve shirt okay that's that was critical that's critical. So really what it comes down to is the ill-fitting t-shirt over when, if you have a short sleeve shirt and the and the short sleeve shirt is poking out under the t-shirt, that's a terrible foul. But again, I think that I didn't have a lot of options because I wasn't going to sort of just wear this t-shirt around with because it was heinous and it wasn't particularly it wasn't particularly well built the t-shirt. Well, that's so a, it's a work it, function. 
I know, but if I but it wasn't a particularly thick T-shirt, so if I wore it without a shirt underneath it, it would not have been good for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I tend to wear long sleeves under any sort of work function T-shirt if I can manage it. Yeah. So, but there's no difference in that than the than the than the sports jersey. But here's the thing: so a baseball jersey you could totally put over a collared shirt, I think. As long as it's not a long sleeve Oxford with button cuffs. I don't know, dude. I don't think, I think that's a good can, look. I think you can put a baseball jersey over a polo shirt, over a golf shirt, and be okay. <sighs> I think so. And I think you can do it with a football jersey as well because that, that happens for people. I feel like if you're wearing a baseball jersey over a collared shirt, you're going to look like the black socks or like the old school jerseys <laughs> right. with a big like, butterfly collar coming yeah, off the well, jersey. That's not a bad thing. The, the thing about the, ba- the basketball jersey is it's a tank top. So right. if you're a regular adult male who's in relatively decent shape, you have no choice but to wear some sort of shirt under it. Now, if you wear just a regular T-shirt under it, you're gonna, it's going to look goofy. What, a basketball shirt? A basketball jersey. No, you can wear a regular T-shirt. It's fine. To the, but let's say you're a man of a certain age. Let's say you're a man like me, between 45 and 55. Well, then you shouldn't be wearing the jersey. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying at that point, you have to go to the, the, the team store and choose a basketball item, like a, paraphernalia, a team paraphernalia item that goes along with... They sell, like, quarter zips. That's okay. Now, sell, now, you're, now you're getting to where I wanted yeah, to land, which is this, there's, there's a way to do this and not look like a fool. Right. Do not go and get a basketball jersey. No. Get a team quarter zip because you can absolutely pull that on over your you button down shirt. Can, you can do whatever you want with that. You yeah. Can, you could even... There's... The investment banker's uniform. There's a hundred things at the team store that you can buy if you're a basketball fan. And the thing you should not buy is the basketball jersey. Do not buy the tank top. Buy the shooting shirt. Buy the yes. buy the jacket, the, the hoodie, the new the hoodie jackets they all wear through the warm-ups. I mean, there's, or, ton, I mean, there's tons did, of stuff. We're talking specifically about how this shows up a lot more in the playoffs because a lot of uh, high-dollar seats are in the playoffs, obviously. Believe me, if you don't have a lot of money, you can't get tickets to the finals (laughs) of anything. They're all high-dollar seats. The other other piece I had for this was, then, did you not know you were going? Like, why is that what you have on? (laughs) (laughs) Because maybe they showed up, and then they were wearing the thing. It's like, oh, crap, I better go buy myself a team shirt. And then they just go buy the Steph Curry tank top. And they're just, and they pull it on over their over their over their pattern Oxford. <laughs> Here's and the other option, and, the, and, the, and there are no iron slacks. Just just get a button-down shirt that is close enough to team colors. Doesn't even have to be team merchandise. Because I'm not a huge fan of like the button-down shirt with like the team logo on it. That's a little too far for me. Like I like you can wear the button again. Wear the button down under the quarter zip with the logo on it. But if you don't want to have to change or buy anything new. Then wear your find find yourself a little blue and gold stripe shirt to wear to your Warriors game, and just wear that the day of the game, so that you can just go into the arena and be wearing the colors. Right, that seems like a fine thing. And if but, they're doing the theme T-shirt night, you just don't get to participate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, just don't wear it. No. The other the other thing about wearing the basketball jersey is they're generally long, and you can't. You can't tuck it in. If okay, let's say <laughs> let's say you put it on <laughs> over you your Oxford. That That's well, you put it, put it on over your Oxford and tuck it into your no iron slacks. 
There's got to be. I got to look for the the next game that's on. I got to look for that guy in the stands because you know he's there. Oh, there's. The guy, I mean, the guy I who go to bought the jersey. He bought the jersey. He pulled it on. He he bought the tank top. He pulled it on over his over his shirt, and then he tucked it in <laughs> because he's got to look pulled together somehow. Well, that's like the dude, the NFL dude who. You know, there's like a guy who gets a certain kind of gut going, and then his like shirt is always tucked in. Uh huh. And, and it's, it's like, like it's like holding his gut like a hammock. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so there's like the guys at the NFL games. They're always wearing like some stonewashed jeans from like 1992. Um, probably which some I just jeans. I just threw some out by the way. Just the other were, were they pleated? Oh, dude, no, they were not <laughs> pleated, but they were they were stonewashed as hell. So he gets some like. Some some stonewashed Levi's or maybe some J.C. Penney Arizonas with the NFL jersey like tucked in and that brown belt working double overtime around that waist, <laughs> holding on to all that stuff. That's not a good look, man. Just don't tuck it in. The NFL jersey is already awkward to wear anyway. Like you just have to just wear it. And in fact, you know, speaking of those, you have to buy the um, just buy the the hundred dollar job, the one that's the replica, because if you buy the the structured like official jersey, it doesn't fit like clothes. Right. And so it's going to look super weird on you no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, and the and you can buy the ones that are the ones that are finished flat. Like if you buy the one that that are finished long in the front and back like the actual jerseys are, right. you're going to look like an idiot. Yeah. The ones that are finished flat that are made to like untuck it should make <laughs> the people at Untuck It should make jerseys for dudes. Is they that's what they should do. They should make you the Untuck It jersey that you can buy that is the perfect length. And you can take it and wear it to the ball game because the uh, baseball jerseys are the same way. They're bit, they're made to be tucked in, yeah. And you shouldn't tuck it in, but then you wish they were flat all the way around. Oh, I don't know about that. The baseball jersey has such an iconic silhouette front to back that if it's no. flat, I think it looks like you're wearing some sort of a weird island shirt. Nope, I think I want the Tommy Bahama style. <laughs> you're, uh, look like you're on the Mariners, Mariners bowling jersey. team right I want that that's what I want because I don't want that goofy those long tails in the front and back because you just look like an idiot alright well I'll give you that the sport island shirt as much as I abhor that idea because that sounds really <laughs> ugly is better than your it's, it's not, baseball it, jersey over the collared shirt scenario No, I can, you can wear a baseball jersey over a collared shirt it's totally fine <laughs> okay I'm not coming around on this in fact, I would like to wear the vested baseball jersey over a golf shirt. <laughs> oh, man. You, I'm just, you like the turn ahead the clock jerseys, too, though. So your opinion just, is not just, to be counted. Now I'm just pulling your chain. Hey, I was at turn forward the clock night that night. I was there, and uh, they were actually taking bids on people's jerseys. And I said, there's no way I'm getting Griffey's jersey. So I actually bid $400 on David Segui's jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Which I did not win. Wow. Good for you. I mean, good. Because that would have been a waste of $400. But David Segui had the right pipes for that shirt. Let me tell you what. Oh, that's right. I forgot they were sleeveless. They were sleeveless. And they had these uh, big uh, tattoo, these uh, big paste-on tattoos that they all wore on their arms. It was pretty. It was pretty boss. All right. <laughs> there were some guys on that team who shouldn't have been wearing that jersey, but okay. I remember whatever. the first time I saw those pictures, I was like, "Does Kim, does, does Griff have like a giant arm tattoo that we don't know about?" Yeah. <laughs> and so then I Griffey, found out later that they were temps, like you said. But then Griffey got to wear his hat on backwards the whole game. Respect. It was sweet. It was a good move. And uh, and again, I was there. 
All right. Enough of that business. Next time you see me at a uh, sporting event, you'll know if I've taken my own advice or not. Um, I have a, I have, I have some team quarter zip wear that I gender, I generally break out for stuff like that. Yeah, plan ahead, fools. <laughs> it's easily available on the internet. You can just get it. Or if to- you have to buy something, buy something you'll wear multiple times. Just whatever you're doing, don't just. Look in the mirror, all right? <laughs> Make a better decision. <laughs> all right. A couple of weeks ago when we talked about the royal wedding, I had made a passing mention to Mount Catemore, which is the monument upon which I put the great Cates of the world on. <laughs> Kate Middleton being one of them. So I'm going to spot you that one because Princess Shiny Hair is... She's she's been on since day one. She, so I thought day, that for this. the day she showed up, the day she showed up, she was on, and I I think there's uh, and I don't I think you would probably agree, but I should yeah. go through Mount Mount Kate more and then as I started to go through it, I I absolutely agree. Um, and this actually brings up a point I wanted to clarify with you before we got into this, which All was right. so she's Kate Middleton was Kate Middleton when she became famous, but obviously her name is Catherine, and now she's sort of Princess Catherine. Oh, I think they still uh, call her Kate. Sure, fine. But my question is, are we including all variations of Kate? Um, we're ta- I, me, personally, I generally stick to the Kate. Uh, there, there are no, there's no one on my Mount Kate more who is better known as a Catherine. Okay. Well, why don't you just go ahead? Instead of us all right. alternating, just give right. me yours, and then we'll okay. see what I, we'll see what I had, and then uh, maybe I'll mention, we'll hit up some honorable mentions. So Middleton, for sure. Okay. She's on. She's... She's beyond reproach. But my other, my, my next Mount Kate Moore is the great Academy Award winning actress, Kate Blanchett. Okay. Who, who I think is, who's got a ter- obviously a terrific sense of humor. She's a great actress. She's, you know, she's relatively cool and can drink beer because she's from Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't seem wildly uptight or she doesn't seem, I mean... I don't know what she's like behind closed doors, but she's obviously good at what she does, but she also isn't afraid to yuck it up. Like, she's the best part of Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, which is an awful experience, except for the fact that Kate Blanchett is awesome in it. And uh, and she's tremendous in Ragnarok. Yeah, it's it's when she's in when she's going over the top, it really works out for her. And she's and you know, she's and she's also she's also just good all the time every time she shows up in something you're like oh Kate Blanchett's here we're, we're in good shape you know I feel good about this I, I agree that her presence in the Ocean's 8 trailer is probably the thing that makes me most inclined to give it an audience yeah yeah that Ocean's 8's gonna because I don't like it. smarmy Sandra Bullock I don't like that face <laughs> she's making so <laughs> <I'm> gonna, <laughs> that's, me. that's gonna be a that's that's gonna be a that's gonna be a premium cable uh, oh, I'm not rush. yeah yeah I'll see it just not anytime soon. It'll be, it'll be later. All right. My next Kate is the true queen of the Bucktooth English hot girls, and that is Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, that's, that's doubtless. <laughs> Kate Beckinsale, even like before she went through that big round of, 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 um, of plastic surgery that makes her mm-hmm. look now more like Rona Mitra than the actual Kate Beckinsale she used to be. She was she was much she was much better in the early days when she was the pale bucktoothed Pearl Harbor Kate Beckinsale. For sure. For sure. That's Pearl what, Harbor, uh, Serendipity, 
by the way, serendipity is the absolute Beckinsale sweet spot. <laughs> but you right, know, what exceeding, else? exceedingly cute bucktooth English girl. This is the one that may or may not be aging as well, but it's uh, it's Academy Award winner Kate Winslet. Yeah, Kate Winslet. I'm with that. Kate Winslet. Her greatest gift, not the fact that she's a terrific actress and a, an award-winning actress, but she is not afraid to get naked in films. She is ne- <laughs> she. Kate Winslet has never been afraid to get the kid off. Just, just because. Just you know, they, I think directors would be like, "All right, Kate, can we do this scene with no clothes on? Could you just take your clothes off?" She'd be like, "Yeah, sure." You know, I mean, you wouldn't consider her like sort I of. I thought she had to take rock- the Titanic one pretty seriously. Yeah, but I mean, the, I mean, she's not. She doesn't. She you wouldn't consider her like this rocket hot sort of like, you know, Victoria's Secret angel kind of thing. But sure, she's, I know where you're going. But she's. She's great, and I just I've always uh, I've always loved Kate Winslet. And the uh, I used to have this cassette tape of Sense and Sensibility, a book on tape read by Kate Winslet, and mm. it was terrific. I would take it on like you know it was until like my Walkman died and you couldn't buy another Walkman. <laughs> but I'm I'm sure I could dig into somewhere and find another copy of on the internet um, a copy of. Sense and Sensibility as read by Kate Winslet because it was just it was just a couple of hours of you know me and Kate mm-hmm. you know Kate reading me a story but she's had a nice career I mean she's not she's not young anymore but I think she's got something coming out here um, like on Amazon or Hulu and she's again you're always in decent shape and yeah you know she married a guy named Ned Rock and Roll <laughs> which I'm not really sure about but but hey. You know, whatever. I, I, I'm going to cut her some slack. The, the, and then here's the sort of the, the one that probably was on for a while, but now is off, but I feel I need to mention her. But Katie Holmes had a very prominent spot on Mount Catemore for many, mm-hmm. many years. Mm-hmm. And then the cruise thing happened. And then she made a brief appearance back, uh, you know, like after I watched Thank You for Smoking. Like I think yeah. I put her back on and then she fell back off. Yeah, she's never, sort of, never, I never hit it for me. She's floating around for me. I just, uh, I don't know. I don't think she's gonna make it back, and which is a little bit sad. But, uh, but that's, uh, that's my Mount Catemore. I like what it. Do you, what do you, uh, what, what, who do you have? Who do you have on the, uh, on the, who may have not made the, made it, but you think deserves some uh, consideration? Well, that's why I asked you for the clarification because I had uh, Catherine Zeta Jones. Cat, now, Catherine, the first time. You see Catherine Zeta-Jones in Mask of Zorro. Yeah. Like, you just about lose your mind. She might have been the best-looking woman that I may have ever seen in my entire life. Well, she was good-looking enough that there was, like, a whole bad spy movie that was basically a movie about her butt. <laughs> With Sean Connery. What yes, is that exactly. Movie? See, I knew you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's called Entrapment, if you want to look it up. But oh, okay. The movie is essentially about teaching her to worm her way through laser, like laser beams. Yeah, well, there we go. That's that's inspired. That's that's a that's that's a director and that's a movie producer who they, they know what the hell they're doing. I don't recall that movie being particularly good. No, but I can guarantee I watched it multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Catherine Zeta Jones. I mean, what a, I don't know. I you know she has a she's a reputation for being a little bit difficult and prickly. Yes, but, which doesn't surprise me, but. Yeah, the first time you see her in Mask of Zorro, man, it's just like, what? Where did that come from? Who's that woman, and where did you find her? 
because you'd never seen hiding her hair ever prior to that. She just shows up, and you're like your head about spins off. Well, and then there's there's an aspect of it where I learned a lot about their uh, the, her, her and Michael Douglas's sex life that I found interesting. <laughs> well, er. so you know, seems like it's, it seemed like it was interesting, and things were going on. <laughs> um. I also had uh, I had Kate Capshaw, and that's a childhood crush. That is very Dude. much a Temple of Doom related. Listen, crush. listen. As a guy who will tell you that Temple of Doom is the best Indiana Jones movie, please at me. Um, the uh, man, Kate Capshaw, she's terrific in that movie. She's so good looking. She's the best looking. She's the best looking. She's the best looking person. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Harrison Ford's the best looking person in all the Indiana Jones movies, but she's second place. And holding up, yeah. Like when she shows up uh, neck, on on Steve's arm at the at the uh, yeah on the red carpet, she's always looking good. Yeah, very Spielberg, classy, very yeah. Spielberg timeless. dumped his Spielberg dumped his wife for her, so you know how's that? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's Hollywood. That? It's it's Hollywood. Kate Capshaw, yeah, she. Uh, I miss Kate Capshaw. So a couple of quick ones that we're not gonna have time to go into, but uh, I threw on my my outside looking in list. Um, Kate Mara. Kate Mara. Yeah, I thought you know she's 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 orbiting. Yeah, far that, that house the... of cards. The house of cards that had a lot to do with it. Yeah. Um. Uh, Kat Dennings, who I just have a weird thing for. <laughs> I think a, I don't. I think we know what that thing is. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> uh, and 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 then um, uh, version one of Katy Perry. She's sort of the uh, the Betty Page style yeah. Katy Perry. Yeah. As opposed to the as opposed to the Bridget Nielsen version that walks around these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so here's my Katy Perry side story. One time I was what's the what's the song about? Uh, um, but we're into the overtime now, anyway. So this is the oh, time where you can pick up the bits and pieces and, and, All right, and talk so, a little bit more. Okay, about Katy Perry. so here we're going to so in the overtime we're going to talk a little bit. So um, what's the song about? Um, in another life, I you know I would be your girl. That one. So uh, in another life, keep I'll singing. Be your girl. Anyway, I don't think I know that a, song. It was a big hit. That's okay. like my. It's maybe my favorite Katy Perry song. Okay. And um, I was singing it pretty loud without irony one day, <laughs> with the with the window down, and at the stoplight where I was stopped, there were these two old people standing there, and they were listening to me sing "In Another Life." I would be your girl. Is, uh, I like is it. The part I was singing, they looked at me and I was like, "What, dude? A dude in a minivan can't sing to Katy Perry? What's the matter with you, people?" The song is called "The One That Got Away." The one that got away is a terrific song. If you don't know, if you don't know that one, that's that's my favorite Katy Perry song. And then the last name I was going to mention is Kate Jones, and um, all I'll tell you about that is don't Google it at work. And <laughs> <laughs> is it NSFW? I uh, I bet you could find if you put the Google safe search on, you probably find some regular pictures. Yeah, Kate, Joe, is she does she do does she do adult film? I, why do you have to ask all these questions? Well, because you brought her up. This is <laughs> uh, why. Why do we th- hang on a second? <laughs> well, while you're looking at that, since we're in the overtime and you brought it up, um, I wanted to talk a bit about uh, Ned Rock and Roll, who apparently was born Abel Smith and is. Uh, the nephew of Richard Branson? Yeah, no, the guy's got like millions of dollars. So that's why he changed his name to Nate Rock and Roll? Ned Rock and Roll. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Ned Rock and Roll. We <laughs> better put Nate. No, Nate and dude, Kate Rock no, and Roll. No, dude, dude, it's Ned Rock and Roll. <laughs> you know, can you imagine like, <laughs> Be like, oh, oh, sorry. Sorry, Ned. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's, so it's wait, a, then is his name thing. Edward Rock and Roll? Because <laughs> isn't Ned short for Edward? It's Eddard. His actual Eddard. name's Eddard. Eddard Rock and Roll. His name is Eddard Rock and Roll. Is what his <laughs> real name is. <laughs> That's excellent. You might as well go the full. If you're going to change your last name to Rock and Roll, you might as well just change your first name to Eddard. I, I mean, like it. there's no, there's no, no, there's no sense in not. Whatever, whatever. As ridiculous as it is, he did get to marry Kate Winslet. I don't know. I hope they're happy. So did you find my reference, or were there two? Was it too generic? No, it was too generic. I don't know. I'll have to do some in-depth research. Do I have to go to like, you know, I honestly red, red I tube? Do I, I have to go to red? Do I have to go to like? Do I have to go to? If I is, is my is my uh, machine gonna pick up a some sort of like virus or malware as I go looking for this this woman and uh, uh, who's 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 orbiting your uh, your your Mount Kate more? It's not well. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those it's it is a, a memory from a time many years ago when the internet was still had its content available but it was a little harder to find and so i'm not even really clear on uh on era uh yeah i just it stuck with me all i get all i get is the law offices of kate jones <laughs> <laughs> all right so i guess you can't google it at work it, it ain't her it ain't her um, I hope that's not the woman you're talking about, but uh, it could be. Seems uh, she seems plenty attractive. <laughs> Just saying. And she's um, a lawyer, so she's probably making a good living too. So uh, you know, maybe that's the Kate Jones we should consider for for enshrinement. Well, as we uh, <laughs> as we continue through the <laughs> the overtime, the other thing that I wanted to touch on is that I really going back to the sponsorship thing. I would really like to uh, to have an opportunity to sponsor Miles Gaskin coming out of washington next year oh yeah uh, out of the backfield yeah again underrated super underrated on the smaller side but not um just runs hard and is just so much fun to watch and and deserves a lot more respect yeah running backs in the nfl aren't worth your money no but i love miles yeah yeah well there you have it all right my brother man we'll keep it well we'll keep it short and sweet well, i have one other thing to drop in the overtime here Uh-oh. since uh, you reminded me of it when you're we talking about mariners wearing mariners jerseys is that i saw a hilarious thing today on twitter i encourage you to go check out the twitter account hold on i believe it's called astros rants where this dude <laughs> recorded a two-minute video of himself basically bitching about the fact that he didn't like that mike zunino quote-unquote pimped his home run and i mean he looks at it and sets the bat down and this guy's complaining and he's talking about like how disrespectful the whole thing is and Jesus. it's just the softest uh weakest like rant and i you know this what is the astros I'm, fans are like I i'm like so it. tired of the, uh, that unwritten rule did you see the stanton one the stanton home run so oh yeah because so he the, got, well so the dude hit him in the face right yeah, ended his yeah. career like four years ago and then hits him again in the yes. arm yes and then Stanton blasts one out, eyeballs him, bat flips him, and then trots. Yeah. And then and then that guy was all bent out of shape about it. I'm like, what are you bent out of shape about, dude? Well, so Fires said that, one, he said that in the past he did not mean to hit him when he hit him in the face. And he also said that he didn't mean to hit him the other day. And Fires is a little wild and gets his pitches just get away from him on that side of the plate. So, unfortunately for Stanton... Um, he's might catch one every now and again. And, and fires his comments afterwards where I wasn't John at him until he started giving me, he wasn't basically, he wasn't accepting my apology. He's like, I was tipping the cap. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a Mr. Baseball situation. Whatever. I think, you know, you hit a home run. I think you should get to celebrate a little. I'm, I'm pro bat flip. Me too. In and fact, also that's... if your feelings are hurt as a pitcher, I mean, throw a better pitch. Right. 
Well, and you know that's why I like watching those Korean league highlights of bat flipping because those guys can really flip a bat. I like the ones where they yeah, where they hit it and then they park the bat on their hip for a second and then, <laughs> and then really get the forearm fling into it. Then... I like the one that I like the one where they just on the follow through and then the flip. Like it's just it's just part of this motion. It's just the it's just the elegant part of the motion. It's like follow through flip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go to YouTube, find some uh, find some bat flipping uh, Korean Korean baseball league bat flip videos are the best. Send us your best ones at two on three pod on Twitter. <laughs> and and to hell with those unwritten rules of baseball. That's yes. what I say. I agree. All right, thanks, Ty. Thank you. All right. So thanks everybody for listening to two on three pod. This is episode twenty four. We're signing off, and we'll see you next week. Peace. School.